What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Live Lean TV podcast. This is your host, Brad Guthrow, and on today's episode, Jessica and I are answering 59 of your questions. Enjoy this podcast. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. Everybody's probably wondering <laughs> about this question. Oh my god! From Q2 Foo says, "What is your favorite? What is your favorite thing to have on a sandwich?" Not a bad question. <laughs> my favorite thing is avocado. I love to use avocado as a spread, and oh, it's delicious. So yeah, good. give it a try. I would say my favorite thing to put on sandwiches is pickles because Ooh. that's unexpected and it adds a lot of flavor while still keeping the calories low. I don't like mayonnaise or any heavy sauces. Avocados really Next question from Michael Adeptu. How old were you when you started eating lean? Oh, I was about 22, 23 I'd say because when I first started trying to get lean, I wasn't necessarily eating lean. I was just eating like rice cakes and lean cuisine. Yeah. So <laughs> I was kind of like approaching it the wrong way. So yeah. I would say it took me until about 23 to figure out to eat real foods. Yeah, I started eating lean about the age of one or two. Like I was- <laughs> One like, or two. I came out with a little bit of baby fat and then I was like, I gotta get ripped. So at two years old, I was rocking the six pack. But uh, Good liar. <laughs> no, Good liar. seriously, I think about, I really started to dial it in at about 25, 26, but just like you, I was eating what I thought was the health food. I remember out. back in 2005, I don't know if you guys have seen this before picture of his, but he had some belly flat yeah. in 2005. So it wasn't until after that, that he dialed it in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Jordan Woods, for the cable side lateral raise, is it better to do it with a cable behind you or in front of you like you guys did? You have to find out what works best for your body, but the one tip that I would give you is to always make sure that you're keeping your range of motion which allows you to keep tension on the muscle. So if you're coming to your back like this and you're going so far back that there's no more tension on your delt, that's when you've gone too far. So same thing on the side here. So go up and then down and then stop once the tension releases and then back up again. Uh, next question from Drew Stark. Drew says, Brad, I'm taking creatine, but I don't know if I have to take that also on days off. Now I'm taking three grams breakfast and three grams post workout. What do you suggest? Yeah, that, that's about right. I would say to get about five grams um, yeah. per day. Like the idea of loading is, has some, you know, a lot of people are saying it's not true. It's a myth. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to load, just start with five grams, either pre or post workout and just stay with that throughout to keep that muscle filled with that creatine. Jordan Woods, um, another question from you. Is it bad to do behind the neck barbell shoulder press? It seems to be bad for your shoulders because it kind of goes against the way your shoulders naturally move, I feel. Also on your flexibility. Yeah, I was because, say that. Yeah, for some people going behind the neck can be, um, what would you say, just like too tight or too uncomfortable yeah. and it could cause impingement of the muscles. Yeah. So if you're a really tight guy and you don't have a lot of flexibility or openness in your shoulders, I would say stick to the in front of your face version. But if you, like me, have a lot of flexibility and a lot of movement in your shoulders, then you're gonna be fine and safe going behind the neck. Yeah, and, and always just keep switching up placements of grip um, different bar, like just right. different things to keep your muscles and your joints moving in different motions. So that's when that would come into handy. If you're yeah. used to doing it in the front all the time, try going in the back if you have that flexibility like Jess yeah. said. Okay, next question comes from Greg XXD. Do you limit your nuts number in a day? 
I heard that you, they're really healthy, uh, but there's a large amount of fat, yada, yada, yada. Is it true? And yes, of course, limit your nuts in the grand scheme of things. You don't just sit there and gorge on nuts because you can like overdo it on nuts because they're very calorie dense with the fat in them. But you know what? It's a lot of healthy fat in there. You're gonna get filled on them as well. So um, try to keep you know your serving size to about mm -hmm. about two tablespoons. I think it was mm -hmm. what I would say, and then you know cut it off. Yeah, veggies, free food, nuts, not free food. Yeah. However, if you're trying to bulk up and you're trying yeah. to add weight to your frame, then I definitely yeah. suggest more nuts. Nuts and nut butter yeah. are good bulking oh, yeah. food. Not that we're saying bulking is the way to go. Okay. Next question from Heather Louise. You guys mentioned that you work out every day. How do you tell when you're when to work out and when not to work out? How many days are you supposed to work out a week and do you guys ever suffer from overtraining? So yeah, we did mention that we work out every day and um, we know when not to work out when there's a problem, when there's um, when, when we do feel overtrained because sometimes that happens, you sort of hit a wall and you feel like excessive fatigue, excessive soreness yeah. and just like overall lethargic. Yeah. That's when you kind of like clue in and realize, oh, maybe I should take the day off now. Yeah. So. And when we say we work out every day, that doesn't mean like we're squatting every day, we're deadlifting every day. Working out means doing something, going out yeah. playing football, mm -hmm. yoga, yoga, stretching, yeah. run, like sprinting, like right. that's a workout to us. So we're just being active every single day. We've been filming videos day. for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our job kind of requires us to do some sort of like workouts almost every day. Yeah. So yeah, we don't mean that we're working out to the most intense extreme every single yeah. day, but just like he said, being yeah. active, going for a walk even. All right, Viva Vista Mac One. I really enjoy fitness working out, but my main problem with not seeing results comes from my diet. So I'm a healthy weight for my age and height, but I'm just not seeing the results I want. Um, I have to eat a cookie every day, but I want. <laughs> you don't have to eat a cookie you have every to? day. Yeah, no, you don't. I want to break the sugar habit, but unfortunately, I've created it. So how can I break the sugar addiction? Yeah. I'm a pre-med right now, and I hate using the not enough time excuse. <laughs> a, by saying you have to have a cookie, what do you think that's doing to your mental state? Like, right. you know, that by saying that, get that out, you do not have to have false a cookie. Belief, false yeah, belief. you're just- Gotta get false beliefs out of your head. Yeah, you're creating the mindset that you need and you don't need that. Yeah. Um, but once again, you know what? If you're working hard, like you're training, then you can use that sugar from that one cookie for good for your body. So you just have to earn that sugar because it sounds like you're only eating one cookie. So it's not that crazy or anything. But, but a sugar addiction is another whole animal in itself. And if you really feel like you're addicted to sugar, like you have um, symptoms of withdrawal if you don't have it, then I would say put yourself through a sugar detox. Mm. And you know, we don't really promote detoxing on a regular basis, but for a certain case like this, if you have a true addiction, then I would say you gotta put yourself through a period of two to three weeks of really like cutting the sugar out and including other like detox foods in your drink like my my detox drink with the ginger and the yeah. apple cider vinegar and just flush it out of your system and yeah. try to get out of that addiction. But let me preface that before you just go all or nothing into a detox, just cut back. Yeah. So like I said, if you're having a cookie every day, have a cookie every second day or third day for a week, mm -hmm. then cut it down, cut it down, cut it down, then go on this detox. It's not an all or nothing True. thing when you you're living lean. Yeah. My saying is it's about progress, not perfection. All right, next question from the me. <laughs> Hi, my fave people. I'd like to ask you about losing the last five to 10 pounds. Most of it is about changing your mindset. Like you get too comfortable thinking you don't really need to change. And that's where people get stuck is because 
if your situation is not that bad, then you don't take as strong of actions towards your goals. Yeah. You kind of just get comfortable where you're at. So just dial it in. Dial it in. Dial, get which serious. Dial it in may mean you need to start counting what you're eating as well. Yes. Because it, yeah. those last few pounds could be because you're just in that excess a little bit yeah. too much or you're because not you working Because you don't realize how much you're eating. Yeah. So do, take it more serious and dial it in. Yeah. Uh, Mariam784 asked BGTV, is it okay to eat the yolk when you're trying to lose the last five kilograms. Yes. Eat, Eat the yolk. yolk. The yolk is 90% of the nutrients are in the yolk. Healthy cholesterol is in the yolk. It's not bad cholesterol. All the vitamins, all the nutrients. Eat your yolk. It's gonna. We it's a fat-burning food. Free Sudani says, do you take any supplements other than protein powder? Yes, I take uh, magnesium and zinc and fish oil and protein powder. Um, for me, just whey protein powder at the moment. Um, I have taken fish oils and, and multivitamins in the past and I've tried other things like creatine or BCAAs, but at the moment I'm just having whey protein and plant protein powders. All right, next question from the same dude, Free Sudani, what things to look for when using a fish oil supplement? Um, so I'm actually a sponsored athlete with Nutrisy. So what you wanna look for is just the amount of omega-3s that you're getting in there. Just obviously look at the ingredients. Um, just make sure this, the, the company is a reputable company. Just do your research. But if you wanna check out who I'm uh, sponsored by, it's Ascenta Health. Go check them out. High, high quality product. Last question from Tyler Klepp. My question is that my friend is trying to lose her stomach fat, but she doesn't know how. She asked me and I told her that nutrition is key component. Good job. I also said doing some cardio at least two to three times a week and lifting weights to burn more calories plus ab exercises. Did I tell her the right thing? Okay, thank you for the question. And yeah, for females, it's the same advice for us guys. So Brad can tell you all the things you told your friend to do are right on. So when you say cardio, try to do high intensity interval training as opposed to the slow endurance cardio. So focus more time on lifting weights as opposed to what you mentioned, the ab exercises, if she has the fat to burn. Yeah. Lifting weights, sprinting or interval training will burn fat, ab exercises, not really. But also definitely encourage her to get more serious about her diet. And instead of just saying diet's important, it's, it's way too vague. Say, get more specific on your diet, or calculate the amount of calories that you actually need instead of just guesswork. Yeah. And then prepare that amount of calories in doing like a mass meal prep for the days. Dial, Dial it in. If you're really serious about a goal, meal prep, meal yeah. prep, meal prep. Yeah. It's all about being serious, guys. It's a level, if you're serious, you gotta take it serious. If you're just like, I just wanna feel good and healthy, that's another thing. You gotta decide what you want. Yep. You guys are the ones who really have to take personal responsibility, yep. do your meal prep, dial it in, crank it up a notch, you know, raise the intensity of your workouts, and you will get what you want. But you just can't keep complaining and keep being stuck where you are. If you're not happy with where you are, you gotta do something and push through. All right, so Tony Cool wants to know, BGTV, what exercises do you regard as a waste of time? All right, Tony, thank you for the question. And waste of time, I mean, that really depends on what your goal is. So I wouldn't say any exercise is a waste of time unless it doesn't help you get to your goal faster. So if your goal is to burn fat, I would say your waste of time exercises are isolation moves. But they are still gonna burn they are still gonna burn a little bit of calories, but just not as much as the compound moves like squats, presses, and pull-ups. Maybe next time Tony ask us the question and give us your goal and then yes. say what is your what is the waste of time for that goal. Then we can answer that next week. Blaze and Blaze says, I usually do one lift per day, then a hit workout a couple hours later. Is it bad to do this every day? 
Actually, that sounds like a great workout plan. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to keep that up every day as long as you're not overtraining yourself. You know, I, we've talked about this before. You know, when you're overtrained and you kind of hit that wall of feeling extra fatigued all the time and yeah. uh, not getting the most out of your workout. But if you're doing this and you've been doing it for a while and you're feeling great with it, I don't see why not. Yeah, my, like I said, my, similar to that, my only suggestion would be just watch that you're not overtraining because. Two a days, seven days a week can be a lot if you're not eating right and you're not sleeping enough. So just watch that you're not overtraining, just like those symptoms that Jess said. Augie six zero wants to know. I'm fifty four and I'm lean. Yeah, Augie, good job. Yeah, good job, um, buddy. Yeah. Um, I just cannot get rid of that last bit of belly fat to show my six pack. I eat healthy and lean, and I train hard. Do you think it's just that men my age have to work harder at reducing belly fat? That is a great question. And the thing that happens with guys as we age is our testosterone goes down. So that's just a natural thing that the older we get, our testosterone just tends to go down. So when testosterone goes down, we're not burning as much fat because it's harder for us to build muscle. So I'm not going to say that when you get old, you'll never be able to see your abs because there's many situations out there where there's guys in their 50s, 60s, and 70s that still are showing their abs. So just doing what you're doing, Augie, keep uh, lifting, keep sprinting, keep eating healthy and training hard, and um, you know, you will get there with consistency. Miss Rhea says, would you recommend, or what would you recommend to help get, get rid of back fat via specific exercises or whatever else? And I think she also wanted to know how to use strength in your back as well, so. Okay, well I'll, just, I'll address the first part. When you're trying to target back fat, there's no specific exercise that's going to just burn that back fat. That's called spot reduction. That is just, it's a myth, you can't do it. So your goal is just to burn overall body fat. And by doing that, once again, we're focusing on those compound movements, using a lot of muscles, so squats, those deadlifts, those presses, and high intensity intervals like sprints. And Jess, you can speak to that as well. You have to start thinking of your body as a whole. Yeah. And when you when you start eating the right way and training the right way, fat will come away from all the areas you want it to come away from, not just your back only. So, but if you're looking for specific back strengthening exercises, definitely try pull-ups if you can't do real ones do assisted ones and then rows and uh, what else Brad pullovers the lower back extensions supermans okay next question uh, Claudia de Leon or de Leon are two a day two a day workouts good I've gotten so many mixed feedback that it's hard to decide what to do do I do weight training cardio in one session or I split it in two sessions so go ahead Jess but we kind of already talked about that yeah, two-a-days are fantastic when you really have a goal that you're striving to reach. I, myself, and I know Brad, too, has used two-a-days a lot yep. because it's a it's a great technique to uh, overcome any plateau. Yeah, so if you have the time to go to the gym in the morning and then the evening, do it that way. But if you can't yeah. go two times a day, do your cardio after your strength training lifting session. So we have Proud to be Mrs. Wolf. That's cute. Um, Hey guys, I recently found out that I cannot eat any gluten at all. This isn't a big deal as I follow paleo lifestyle except for on cheat meals. I, like everyone else, need a cheat meal once in a while so I don't feel deprived. Although, this with this new discovery, pizza delivery is no longer an option. I'm wondering, what would you recommend for a paleo-approved cheat meal? So, you can still do pizza for your cheat meal, but just don't use ingredients that have gluten in it. So, you're going to have to make your own pizza or find a specialty a pizza shop in your city um, because coconut flour can be used, almond flour can be used, um, 
I had I tried some before they're you know it's not exactly the same but they still are good so you just have to dig a little bit deeper to find um, or use find recipes with coconut flour or almond flour or non-gluten flour. Um, plus there's a lot of other meal ideas that you would find to be a cheat meal like in our recipe in our um, Bradsky Clean Live Lean Cookbook there is like there's so many desserts in there and I would say like the coconut macaroons I think are like the best so if you're looking for like paleo treats that are you know they feel like cheat meals yeah, but they're yeah. actually made with healthy recipes like you have to go to that cookbook because it has like so many Winnie Guo wants to know uh, what does what accent does Brad have <laughs> I in one of the most recent videos the eight worst breakfast foods he pronounced bagels as bagels and not bagels <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed in several videos, just curious when we need to ask. <laughs> All right, Winnie, I am a proud Canadian. I, I should put that in another way. I'm a proud maritime Canadian. So if you don't know what the Maritimes are, it's uh, East Coast provinces in Canada. So I'm originally from Halifax, Nova Scotia. And so I guess you could say my accent was Nova Scotian. Jay Vera, I have cleaned my diet for the past three to four years and I can't figure out what's happening to my weight. I'm 5'10", 220, 41 pounds, or 41 years old. I work out five days a week. I do strength and hit. I want to lose 20 pounds, but my body just wants to hang on to weight. I eat about 200 grams of protein, 160 grams of carbs, all veggies and no refined foods. Any idea? The problem is probably due to having more calories than you need for weight loss. Like you might be eating the right amount of calories to maintain your weight, um, but you're not putting yourself in a deficit, which is why your weight might not be budget. What would you say, Brad? Yeah, um, you should also look at your recovery. Like maybe you're training too much and your body's not recovering quickly enough, so your muscles aren't recovering quick enough. You have too much stress in your body, too much cortisol hormone going through there. So yeah. maybe back off on the training a little bit and just, you know, really dial in that diet. You never mentioned how many grams of fat you're having a day. Nine calories for one gram of fat, so I mean, that's a big one as well. Just because you're eating clean foods doesn't necessarily mean you're eating the right amount. And I think when it comes to weight loss, like portion control is so yeah. yeah, so just kind of dial that in again, um, really just maybe for a week, track your calories, count your calories to see where you're at. Thunderwood, do you consider eating dates? And if so, how many do I eat a day? Uh, dates, they're fine. I mean, it's a very high sugar food because it's dried. So, you know, it is a higher glycemic food. Um, how many do I eat a day? Um, that's impossible for me to tell you that. Um, yeah. I need to know a lot more information from you about it. But um, what I would say is dates are fine. It's a clean food, but just try to have them post-workout and that'll help you um, shuttle the protein to your muscles and it'll actually help you recover faster. I wouldn't recommend more than five or six per day. I think that's like a general yeah. guideline for most people. And yeah, it's one of those foods you can overdo, so just be careful. Milka Namina, she's talking about a skin fold with a little bit of fat. On the belly. On the belly, anything I can do about it. That's to paraphrase it. And she's had kids already, it looks like. Uh, and she doesn't want to lose any weight because then she gets too skinny, but I had to get rid of that skin fold without losing more weight. Um, this is a tricky one, especially for mothers because you know your skin has been stretched during pregnancy and really there's not a lot you can do about excess skin. And so, you know, if you already tried losing weight and that didn't resolve the result, then it probably isn't due to fat and it's really just skin. Especially if you're saying it's like a little tiny skin flap and not really, um, you know, bulky belly. So, 
sorry, but there's really not a lot you can do with that via diet and exercise. It's like more of a surgery. Yeah, I mean, the surgery is always an option. Jordan Woods, um, I know coconut oil is good for you and it's high in saturated fat, but how much saturated fat should you limit yourself to each day considering too much is bad? Um, I wouldn't say saturated fat is bad. Um, if you go back and watch my recent video on, on nutrition myths, um, so much research has been coming out now about saturated fat not being bad for you. It's been all a bunch of BS. So I'm not going to get too much into that. I'll let you check out that video. Um, but you know what? Once again, it's I can't tell you how much saturated fat to have because I don't know what your calorie uh, goals are and everything else. So. Um, I just wouldn't focus too much on that is what I would say. Yeah, we're not too concerned personally in our own lives about how much saturated fat we're taking in. Um, you know, we've, we've kind of like learned to let go of that fat phobia. <laughs> yeah, as long yeah. as the saturated fat is from natural foods like the coconut oil. Right, you just really want to be avoiding trans fat. And yeah. The, you know, chemically modified oils. So exactly. Okay, and the last question to you, Jess, is uh, you'll love this one. How many pieces of fruit can you eat per day when trying to lose weight? From Merriam7894. I'm such a fruit monster. Brad makes fun of me because I can eat fruit all day long. Yeah. I'm just obsessed with it. So um, I would say, you know, it depends on your body type for sure because I know that there are some people who, you know, can't tolerate fruit and that uh, as many carbs as I can. But um, so you, I think you just really need to assess yourself and, and just kind of like experiment on your body a little bit and yeah. see how, how it works for you. You know, some people are fine with it, some people aren't. So there's really no right answer for everybody. What would you say, Brad? How do you feel for your own body? Oh, for my own body. Um, yeah. I just find that fruit to me makes me eat a lot. It makes me hungry. Like I can't just put it down. I just want more and more. Um, so that's why I don't eat as much as Jess does, but she doesn't have that problem. So if I had to tell you to only eat a certain amount of fruit, I would say one to two pieces of fruit a day if you're trying to lose weight. We'll give you that, see how that goes, and then yeah, work, uh, work with that. Jordan Woods would like to know, have you ever tried apple cider vinegar? I always hear how great it is for you. Um, so I've actually been drinking it two uh, capfuls in the morning to start my day with just water because um, I ran out of lemons. So that's what I've been doing for the last couple of days and I really do like it. What about you, Jessica? Okay, yeah, it's great, um, you know, liver cleanser. And it's also another great vinegar just to add to your collection of vinegars. Yeah. As you guys know, we are huge supporters of <laughs> vinegars for adding flavor without adding calories to your foods. Next question from Greg XD. He says, what should I use instead of flour, for example, in a cake? Fine chopped oats or whole wheat flour? For those two options, I would definitely go with the fine chopped oats. That's a great substitute. Um, instead of flour, you could also try coconut flour or almond flour. Yeah. Those are some of our favorites. We kind of shy away from wheat. It'll give a little bit different texture, but um, go with coconut flour, almond flour, really good sources. Ellen Park wants to know, Hi Brad and Jess, I have been stuck to my weight for about a month. I work out every day, I stick to my meal plan, with once a week cheat meal, but my weight, it just stopped to my goal about seven kilograms behind. So it sounds like you may have hit a plateau, Ellen. So I would suggest, I don't know what your workout program looks like, but maybe it's time to change it up. Maybe you gotta kick up the intensity a little bit. And then uh, the other side of that is, um, you're saying you're sticking to your meal plan. Well, maybe your meal plan isn't quite tuned in enough if you're, if you're not hitting those last few uh, pounds or if you're actually 
plateaued there. So maybe dial it in just a little bit more. You said that her current meal plan was good to get her where she got yes. and it did the purpose for that. But now you have a new body weight and you know new goals. So you gotta keep changing things up as your body changes, your yeah. plan should also change. So you know your old plan worked for your old goals, now you need a new plan for your new goals. LJ Laurie. Hi Brett and Jess, I work out every day and I'm trying to add eight pounds or up of muscle by next November. Would you recommend I work out one muscle group a day or two muscle groups in a day? Say back and shoulders, for example. For that goal, I would definitely recommend doing one muscle group per day, I wanna say. I mean, you know, this is just given that I don't know any of your history or who you are, but um, I've had the best success with putting on muscle when I just really narrow down the focus to just one muscle group at a time. Yeah. Two is not too bad, but I would say definitely shy away from full body or circuit training. It really depends on where you're at right now. Like where are you yeah. at in the level of fitness? Um, yeah. More advanced people would go to one body part a day to really uh, max out as much of those muscle fibers as possible. But if you're still a newbie, you know, you quite haven't, earned, you haven't earned that yet. So two muscle groups a day or circuit training. So it really depends on where you are with your fitness level. Um, Tony Poole asks, what exercises would you put on your never do list? Like for example, weighted side bends, anything on the Smith machine or a BOSU ball or sits against the wall. Do you have a short list of exercises you would never do, especially if your goal is fat loss, like he says his current goal is? Yeah, so if you're asking me personally what I won't do or what I don't do, <laughs> Uh, what will you not do? <laughs> um, I don't do any Smith machine work at all. I'm not gonna get too much in detail on that, but um, <laughs> simple reason is you're using a machine to help keep everything stable. So you're really not using any of your stabilizer muscles and it's really giving you a mechanical advantage when if you're trying to build muscle, you should be making your body at a disadvantage. Do you think, is there any value of working out on top of the BOSU ball or doing a wall sit? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Wall sits, if you're you know, quite a bit overweight or you're just a beginner, a wall sit can be a great exercise to really isolate and fire up those muscles. A BOSU ball can help you with your with um, creating more stability and just keeping your muscles engaged more, more balance. So I mean, everything, yeah. there's something with everything here, but it almost kind of sounds like you don't have a workout program that you're actually sticking to as well because you're just looking for exercises not to do. Um, so if you actually had a workout program that was professionally designed for you, those exercises wouldn't be in there. Right, yeah, There. I don't think there's any exercises that we can think of that would be a never do case because it depends on the client, you know, it really does. It really does. So, it's a really tough question, Tony, for us to answer. No, I know, we're so sorry, Tony, we're trying to help you. Yeah. But yeah, like he said, for a fat loss goal, just make sure you're on the right program that's been designed for fat loss. Yes, next question from Miss Rhea. You two seem to get along so well. What would you say your biggest challenges are in your relationship? Um, you clearly have no lack of motivation for keeping healthy. What aspects of your life individually do you find yourself struggling with regarding motivation? So you can go first. Okay, um, thank you. I'm really glad that you you know, think we get along so well, and we definitely <laughs> do for the most part. We, <laughs> we fight sometimes about really dumb topics like iPhone covers. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> we, you know, we had our struggles with where, where we were going to be, like New York, LA, we yeah. just, Toronto, like we had arguments over that, but it wasn't 
like we were mad at each other. It was just difficult times in our relationship when yeah. we were figuring out, you know, what to do with ourselves. But individually, what do we struggle with? I think for me, the biggest struggle right now is getting my digital products up and off. Like, I think, you know, you guys have seen a little bit behind the scenes now of me working on yeah. getting websites together and, you know, get, like launching a couple of my products that I've been working so hard on. But I get really scared. I like, you know, fear that people aren't going to like them or they're not going to sell well. So I think just mentally I hold myself back a little bit. And Brad's been such a great supporter and inspiration. My thing that I struggle with is just finding that work to life balance. Yeah, that's hard. Since I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a pretty much a one man shop. I have a few people helping me out with things. Um, all over the world actually, but they're not in an office. We're not in an office situation and I travel quite a bit. So it's just finding, you know, when do you turn it off? When do you have the social side of it? Um, that's kind of where I struggle with and I'm really working on, you know, shutting off work at a specific time, outsourcing some things that can help us grow our business without me having to do every single thing. So anyway, that's a great question. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, we don't mind answering more personal questions like that if it's gonna help you guys out. Um, everything doesn't have to be health and fitness related. It's more about lifestyle stuff. M loves glitter 05 as I have hypothyroidism and as a result, uh, as a result from Hashimoto's disease, my doctor told me, and I quote his words, calories are a joke. What do you guys think? I really want to drop the last five pounds. Any recommendation? I'll, I'll attempt to answer the first part there where you said that your doctor says calories are a joke. Now, I, I that's pretty harsh, um, but I do agree with portions of it. I think the quality of the calorie may just be as important as the quantity of how many calories you have. I really think, you know, focusing on the right types of foods can hormonally set you up to be burning fat um, for energy as opposed to sugar. If you really want to lose the last five pounds, um, I, like we tell everybody, you just, you got to have to dial it in a little bit, change things up a little bit if you're not seeing the results you want. So you got to know how many calories are you burning throughout the day? How many calories are you eating? And you know, if you're doing the same exercises over and over again, your body's probably plateauing. It's not, you know, doing what it needs to do to burn those last few calories off that you want. Okay, next question, uh, Minhee Park says, hello Brad, I watched your video lemon water challenge. How was your feeling that time? I want to start drinking lemon water every morning for detox and nourishing skin. What's your opinion? Yeah, lemon water is great. Um, I find it actually does help help skin and helps a lot of other things and uh, that's been a very popular video of mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and your opinions about it are all in that video, right? They haven't changed. No, I still do it to this day and I think I shot that video three years ago. From Claudia DeLeon, I was wondering if this ever happens to you guys. Once in a while I'll skip a workout in the middle of the week and um, I usually try to make it up on Sunday which is my day off. Is that normal? One of my friends told me that if I miss a workout, you just move on and follow my normal workout schedule. It doesn't have to be made up. Yes, I do think you should make it up, definitely. Because it's not about making up a lost workout. It's just work out when you get the chance. Because yeah. the chances are few and far between. So if you have the chance, do it. And even if it's on a Sunday, it doesn't matter. From Mini Park, hashtag AskBGTV. I followed your dessert recipes. They're so yummy and healthy, but I wonder, that healthy desserts are also high in calorie foods, right? So what time is best for eating healthy desserts and how many times do we eat these 
a day or a week? I would say, yes, you are definitely right. Um, healthy desserts are usually very high calorie foods because they're using um, calorie dense things like dates or maple syrup or almonds or, you know, they use a lot of these really high calorie ingredients. So the best time for eating healthy desserts is when you've earned them with a really good workout. That's usually um, Brad and I try to like align our desserts with when we've really earned them. And you're gonna feel hungrier too, so you'll notice the difference. Try not to have these desserts on lazy days. That's when they're gonna probably go more towards storage than be used for energy and go to your muscle gains. Yeah. And then she also wants to know how many times do I eat these food a day or a week for living late. If you're in the weight loss category, then yeah. you gotta be a little bit more yeah. careful Stick with that. Stick to like once a week on a weight loss goal. Uh, Winnie wants to know, Brad and Jess, what your thoughts on kefir have you ever tried it i think i tried kefir once and I, from a taste standpoint i wasn't a fan of it since i don't uh, work with dairy too well my body doesn't process it very well i don't eat it personally but i have heard that it's very high in probiotics because a lot of kefir can have a lot of sweeteners and sugar in it so be really careful with the ingredients label make sure that it's not sugar loaded yeah it's, it's not on our grocery list just for me personally because of my intolerance to it but it's probably not that bad okay next question from drew stark hey brad two important questions for you i'm bulking i'm using 90 seconds of rest between each set how much time uh i have to rest between a full exercise like four sets of deadlifts the same and two sometimes my pee smells like ammonia and they tell me that i eat too much protein i'm about two grams per kilogram what do you think two grams per kilogram program can cause Azotemia, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's probably important for you to take more of a rest in between exercises to allow your body to, your muscles to recover a little bit so you can go at your next exercise um, fully charged so you can lift heavy enough weight to really uh, tear your muscles and make them grow. So 90 seconds is good. Um, usually on my mask gaining programs, I have 90 second to two minute break. So that's in between exercises as well as after your last exercise, two minutes before you move on to your first set of the next exercise. And so you're saying two grams of protein per kilogram and you're 71 kilograms, so that's only 140 grams of protein. That's not a lot of protein, to be honest. Um, so I don't say that's what's causing the smell um, of ammonia. I don't know if you're not, what you're drinking, like if you're drink, not drinking enough water, um, that can be an issue, or also if you're eating a lot of asparagus, the asparagus gives off that kind of a smell as well, which is pretty nasty. Eating 140 grams of protein is not gonna do any problem to you. Okay, next question from Mini Park says, Hi Jess, um, I followed your guidelines and began your workouts. I quit checking weight because my goal is losing fat percentage below 20% and building muscle, not losing weight number. However, sometimes I'm out of control. I check the weight and then feel bad because the scale doesn't change. It's been a month from my last weight check. My question is, when is the last time you checked your weight and how many times have you guys checked your weight in a week or a month? And what's the alternative ways to examine that I am on the right track such as losing fat and building muscle instead of the weight on the scale? So many clients struggle with, I mean, this is definitely, I'm sure you agree with that Brad, Like all the time people get obsessive yeah. over their weight number. It's really not a good thing, it's really not, because your weight on the scale says very little. When was the last time you checked your weight? Yeah, my last time, honestly, it was probably like, um, I wanna say like three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, mine was actually, I think, three weeks ago, and prior to that was 
probably months, <laughs> to be honest. It's like when I look at that number, it doesn't do anything emotionally to me. I'm not like, woo, it's yeah. low, or like, ooh, bad, it's high. Like I don't, it doesn't, I don't have any like emotional charge connected with that anymore, but I know that a lot of clients do. They see a certain number is positive and then another number is negative. And I don't want you guys to look at it that way anymore. I would say an alternative way that you can see that you're on the right track, for me, it's photos. I use um, like, you know, <laughs> selfies, as silly as that sounds. But and you know also just looking in the mirror and like the way my clothes fit That's how I can kind of tell if I've been eating too much or yeah and body fat percentage is the other one Daniel Charles Rosen says um, Thanks to live lean afterburn. I know what to eat and how to exercise But I'm still wondering how to calculate my macros and total calories to continue getting lean while adding substantial muscle So yeah, I've shot videos on how to calculate calories and macros You just have to go back on my YouTube channel to find that out. Um, go check out that video on my YouTube channel and that will give you exactly what you need. Yeah, if you just Google Brad Guthrow calculate macros or calculate yeah. calories, you'll find those two videos. Yeah. You go to nightclubs, if not, what things you enjoy doing on the weekend? <laughs> yeah, we don't go to nightclubs. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> I know, I used to too. I think we both had that phase in our early 20s, yeah. but I don't know if it's just because we're older now or if we're into fitness, but for some reason we don't do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, there was a time and place for that with me. Like, I loved the nightclub scene to be honest I, but I mean I'm to, I'm to a point now where um, I'd be that creepy guy if I went to the nightclubs at my age <laughs> yeah because you're so old uh, but what it's things we joke about going still but we never do yeah but what we do on the weekend for fun is you know go for dinners um, you know, yeah we have dates yeah meet up with friends go to movies those sort of things um, and the other thing yeah, that, that, that's really fun doing is like board game nights it's kind of as lame as that sounds it's actually quite fun like when you get together with a great group of friends I do like that and I also love cooking at home you know yeah. and uh, yeah like making really yummy dinner or you know having like a nice little balcony sunset yeah a glass of wine on the balcony it's really nice um, yeah so maybe this is sounding really lame to you right now <laughs> no it depends on if you're still young like if you're still young like I say go out to the nightclubs have fun like you can still balance that with living lean like I did it yes um, absolutely I did too yeah, yeah. There, there's doesn't mean that it's gonna sabotage your no, effort it's gonna I mean it's gonna slow you a little bit but it's not gonna ruin all of your progress so don't think like if you're young you have to miss out on that aspect of your life because you don't you can still balance everything so it depends on how old you are but just with me and Jess right now and where we are in our life we just don't do the nightclub scene anymore we're, we're just over, we're it, over yeah. it but just know that we used to be really into that yeah Okay, last question from uh, It's Sean Daniel. How come you don't eat rice or over easy eggs? Great question. That's actually really funny because we do eat over easy eggs, but I guess we've just never shown it before. Like for some reason, we're always making omelets on, on video, right? It's just easier. Also, I don't like when, um, when eggs are like too runny. I don't mind if the yolk's a little runny, but I'm kind of particular. Like if the white's runny, I can't eat it. So you know, when you I scramble it, it's just easier to cook it all the way through and it's just nice yeah and the other thing is I eat a lot of eggs so like when I'm making eggs like I'll put four eggs together um, and to make four over easy you want to flip them in, separately in one pan yeah. it's gonna take too long so and then about rice like I actually really like rice um, brown rice is one of my favorite things I know Brad can't stand it but um, <laughs> 
It's for you. It's more of a, a flavor preference. Right? I don't eat it now because of the carb content in it, but I never ever before even liked the taste of it or anything. But I was always a sweet potato guy more than rice. Yeah, I know you've always preferred sweet potatoes potato. and, and vegetable carbs, but yeah. I like rice and I still eat it from time to time, not on a daily basis, but every once in a while. Yeah, and I would actually say if you want a better source. Um, of, of carbs, you would go with quinoa. Quinoa is a complete protein, which your rice isn't. So I, yeah, I don't do do that much either. I'm a sweet potato guy through and through. When I need carbs, sweet potatoes, fruit, and vegetables. Earthan H says, uh, I've been working out for a long time, and I'm really happy with my body. The only problem I have is my body stores fat in my inner thighs. I think. I have even have abs, but my inner thighs don't get leaner. I work out legs two times a week. They've gotten stronger, but not leaner. But there's not much to pinch, really. I'm really confused whether it's muscle or fat. All right, well, Irfan, I would say that sounds more like muscle than fat to me because you would know if it was fat, you'd be having something to pinch. So sounds like you're making muscle gains, and that's a great thing, especially if your abs are starting to show. Yeah. Guys with legs are awesome. Yeah. So we highly support that, and good job. Just keep it up. And don't worry, because you'd know it. You definitely know if that was fat. Um, Brad, oh, same person wants to know, do you use any supplements? Okay, yeah, so I use supplements. I've answered this a few times, but I'll quickly do um, protein powder after a workout, vitamin D, magnesium, and zinc, and fish oils are what I use. Um, so basically health supplements as opposed to those muscle building and fat burning supplements. Moath says, hi from Kuwait. I was doing your afterburn workout that you did in 2012. I do it four times every day. Uh, do you think I'm going the right way? Um, it sounds like you might be doing just one of the YouTube video workouts yeah. uh, versus the program. So, um, especially if you're doing it four times a day, <laughs> we're assuming that you mean it's the five minute video and not the entire program because the entire program four times a day would wipe anybody out. Yeah. So, so I think you should probably get the entire program and follow the workout schedule that's within the program. That's how you're gonna get the best results. Yeah, so go to liveleanafterburn.com and that's where the full workout program is. So it's not, just like Jess said, it sounds like you're just doing one of the videos. Teal W asks, I have struggled with my weight my whole life. Since my biggest, I've lost about 65 pounds, but still have another 100 to go. I've been going to the gym regularly three times, three to four times a week since June of 2014, so it's about six months now. Been doing the Fit Fix at Good Life two times a week with some cardio, and the other two times just cardio. Starting to feel more comfortable at the gym and feel like I need to start amping it up a bit. I know some people work out one to two body parts a day and then also do cardio. Would this be a good idea for me? Uh, also, should I be doing multiple exercises for each muscle or section with multiple reps for each one? And you guys are awesome. Thanks for the great info. And in case it matters, I'm a female. All right, go ahead, Brad. What do you uh, think? Okay, so first of all, great job getting back into the gym. And I'll make this one easy for you. It sounds like you need a proper workout program that's already designed for you because you're kind of all over the place here asking questions. Sounds like you're fairly new as well. So if you have a proper program that's already designed for you, all these questions are already answered. So you basically go into the gym with your workout on your phone or on printed out on a piece of paper and it tells you exactly what to do. So there's no questions. Um, so that's your first best thing to do is that. Um, but if you're still fairly new and you still have some weight to lose and you don't want to get a program, I would stick to doing circuit training. So full body circuits and um, really keep the rest period short 
and kick that fat to the curb. Yeah, so go to teamlivelean.com. We have a lot of good workout programs in there that you guys can use. Augie60 says, Brad, you keep mentioning lemon water in the morning, but do you ever have one last thing at night before bed or the preceding hour or so, or do you have plain water or something else? I'll just answer this because the question's to me. Um, I don't have lemon water at night. I have it in the morning. Um, so I'll drink plain water throughout the day and I'll basically have my last snack meal um, a couple hours before bed or maybe even like a light snack like if I'm craving some fruit or something I'll have a light snack anytime up until before I go to bed. Yeah, but your normal nighttime thing is if you're still hungry, right? Some hot tea and some almond butter. Yeah, good point. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. You, you got it. I'm from Carlos. Ferriero. Hello guys, I so love all your videos and they help me stay motivated to live lean. I find myself getting quite sick often. What would you recommend to boost up my immune system and recover faster from it? Thanks a lot, big hug from Mexico. Hug to Mexico! Alright Carlos, it sounds like um, you know maybe you're lacking some variety in your diet. You didn't say much about what you're eating, but variety in your diet really helps keep your immune system high, making sure that you get all the necessary vitamins and minerals to keep yourself from getting sick. Um, you could try including more citrus in your diet, doing the lemon water every morning. Some people have told us that it's made a difference and that they get sick less often just by doing the lemon water. So, you know, just make sure you're eating a very colorful diet full of lots of fruits and veggies and that's going to help keep you strong and healthy. Next question comes from Elijah Pearson. Hey Brad and Jess, I find myself having a problem getting motivated and having that all work out tomorrow kind of attitude a lot. What could I do to get motivated? All right, Elijah, this one's simple, buddy. Why do you want to work out? It all goes back to figuring out what your why is. Why is it important to you? When you don't have a why or something emotional connected to working out, people will do it. We'll just keep putting it off like you're saying, I'll do it again tomorrow. So whether it's you want more confidence, you want to have, build up the confidence to ask that girl out on a date, or you want to have the confidence to take your shirt off, you got to figure out deep down inside you what makes working out to you worth it. Yeah, and maybe the situation just isn't bad enough yet, because usually people only take action when the situation gets really bad, but you don't want to be in that category of people, so take action before you get to that point where you really need to. Yeah, and trust me. Once you get working out, your self-esteem will go through the roof and everything will all fall into place for you. Life in the gym changes life outside the gym, I promise you. Okay, next question comes from Greg XXD. Hi Brian Jess, my height is 180 centimeters, my weight is 62 kilograms, and I found out a few days ago that I have 4% body fat. I think it's too low. What in your opinion is a good level of body fat? And when do you have a and do you have a few tips about how I can arrange my fats throughout the day? What kind and when? Okay, Greg, 4% um, is quite low. That is what's considered like bodybuilder depth <laughs> um, <laughs> of body fat. And I do think that that is a little on the too low side, but you know, that's all subjective and it's a matter of opinion. Um, different people like their body fat at different levels. And it sounds like if you don't have a hard time keeping it there, then it's not, it's not gonna do anything bad for your health but um, for most people that's very hard to maintain. So I think in our opinion, I would say a good healthy level of body fat to maintain for guys would be anywhere from seven to 10%, and for ladies, anywhere from 15 to 20%. 
You agree, Brad? Yeah, definitely. And 4%, I really would question that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, you should probably it's, look into the method of what you're using to figure out. It doesn't usually that. happen naturally, does it? No, no, that's probably really low, so. Yeah, and then about arranging your fats throughout the day, you know we recommend healthy fats, things that come from plant-based sources like avocados, nuts, and coconut. And uh, you know, you can also have some animal fats in there too, like egg yolks or you know, fat from meat. And what kind and when, just check out our sample daily meal plan that we have in our member section on Team Live Lean or any of our nutrition content that comes with our workout programs will give you an idea of when to eat these healthy fats. Yeah, just spread it out throughout the day. Okay, we're going to go to the last question here now from Ellen Park. But what are your tips to live lean during the travel? In a situation like you don't have a kitchen or not many tools to cook, etc. All right, so this is when you need to get creative. Life is going to throw these things at you. So one thing that we do when we travel is we try to find like whole foods, like places like that that actually have healthy buffets where you can go in and you can just pick your own food and then manage it that way. But you can't be too hard on yourself when you're traveling like this. It is tough. Like we travel quite a bit. We know what it's, what it's like out there. Just try to do your best, but try to find healthier alternatives, healthier restaurants and healthier options like whole foods to try to get in your nutrient needs. Yeah, and one thing I always do is I always pack nuts and apples and other fruits that travel well um, in my you know, carry-on bag, so you always have a little snack to reach into. And try to stay away from things like granola bars and crackers and stuff. Keep it really healthy, very simple, just maybe some almonds or walnuts and a banana or an apple. Serene Navis Satish uh, from India. In almost all your nutrition videos, you cook beef, chicken, or turkey. I think I've never seen any fish in any video. Is this a taste-based choice or is there a nutritional reason against consuming fish? I'm curious because I am a pescatarian. Um, it sounds like you you have missed a couple of episodes yeah. because there, I know there are definitely ones where we've cooked fish and in our team member site, teamlovely.com, we actually have an entire fish slash seafood section of the recipes that has, I don't know how many do you think are in there, at least 10 or 12 different fish recipes. Yeah, at least. So, yeah, I would say we eat fish at least once to twice a week, wouldn't you say, Brad? Yeah, at least. Every yeah. other day or so, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, maybe they're just not a member of Team of Lean. So that's the thing, guys. Like, yeah. We share just a few of the videos on Live Lean TV, but there's so much on TeamLiveLean.com. That's where like the true inner circle people are. So make sure you get on there. So Dan Rosen wants to know, um, what would you recommend for macro percentages for a diet that will keep your body fat in burning mode while still putting on muscle? Exercise-wise, I'm on the Live Lean Afterburn program and I'm looking to lose a few more pounds of fat and add more muscle. I'm eating super clean but want to drill down some more and get my macros as optimal as possible. Alright Dan, so awesome job on the Afterburn program. That is going to kick your butt so you got to get your nutrition on par with that. So great question. I would put you, depending on where your body is um, and how you react to insulin and carbohydrates, I would put you on a 40% protein, 20% carbohydrates, and 40% fat. That's what I follow, so that's going to help you keep that fat burning switch turned on, keep the muscle building because you're getting that protein, the fats are going to keep you satiated, and you are going to have carbohydrates in there after your workout to help you uh, recover faster. So go 40, 20, 40. Okay, next question from Forever Gymnast. With the holidays almost here, how do you guys eat? Ooh, we eat well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, we 
we are definitely enjoying the holidays and I know at least I've been having some treats with my parents. I had pumpkin pie and everything on Thanksgiving and you know, we're normal human beings. We like to indulge a little bit over the holiday season and uh, yeah, we just try to keep it all with real, you know, ingredients. So it's fine to indulge and have desserts and everything. It just depends on what they're made with. So I'm still a little bit picky about the quality of the food, but I'm certainly not restricting myself. Ruthless28 wants to know, I've already lost 50 pounds. I'm down to 120. I've been trying to work on my abs since I had two kids. Already some excess skin or excess fat from giving birth. What can you give me to put up a notch in toning and building muscle in my abdominal area? Yeah, so awesome work on uh, losing that 50 pounds. Good job. We've answered this question a couple times. So Jess, do you want to just reiterate what you mentioned in other episodes? Yeah, we get a lot of questions from new mommies about that little flap of skin that's on their lower belly. And, you know, like we said in previous videos, unfortunately, that is kind of beyond the scope of what fitness and food can do for you. It kind of goes into the realm of plastic surgery at a certain point, depending on how much loose skin you have. Um, but so many moms, you know, have a little bit of loose skin on their belly. And as long as you can get your body fat down back to where it was pre-pregnancy or even lower sometimes than pre-pregnancy, you know, even though there's a little excess skin, you're not going to see it and you can really still see your abs. I know so many moms who have gone on to be fitness competitors and everything. So it's not hopeless. You got to keep working at it and don't let that little bit of skin bother you because you're probably your own worst critic and other people don't see it as bad as you do. All right. Next question comes from the same person. Just want to ask a little personal, but what kind of jobs do you have aside from being awesome YouTube sensations? Okay. Thanks for the question. Um, it's so nice to think that you think of us as awesome YouTube sensations. We try. Um, but other kind of jobs, we've had lots of kind of jobs in the past, but it sounds like you're asking what kind of jobs we currently have. And honestly, producing workout programs for you guys is like a full-time duty. Um, I still train some clients on the side. Like right now, I'm just working with online clients. But when we finally get settled, I might take a few local clients as well. But I train clients all over the globe um, doing custom coaching, like either with calls or writing them custom meal plans, custom workout plans. And then as for Brad, he has some sponsorships with some companies and producing content for you guys is pretty yeah. much the full-time gig. What you guys see from me is 100% of me and this is a lot of work. So, but I think I think where it's confusing is people see us doing all kinds of free content and they don't realize that that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And, and when you when you dive a little bit deeper, you see all that we do behind the scenes is like 90% more than what we're do, what we're um, putting out on the internet for free. Yeah. So I have absolutely no time for a part-time job. <laughs> just leave it at that. Yeah. We're busy. We're super busy. But we love what we do, so it hardly feels like work. Efron wants to know. Hi, Brad. I follow. Um, I follow my diet honestly the whole week and on Saturday nights are my cheat meals. What I do is even on Saturdays I normally eat as I do on my diet except at night. I eat about 3,000 calories while I'm watching a movie. I know that's a lot and that's one of my favorite things to do at the end of the week and I actually wake up really hungry the next day. Is it okay to do that or not? <laughs> what are you eating that's <laughs> 3,000 calories? That is a lot um, of yeah, I mean, you got to be careful with that, man. Like, if you look at your calorie count at the end of the week and you're adding on another 3,000 on top of that, that's scary, man. I'll just leave at that. I don't know what your workout programs are like or how much you're eating throughout the week, but 
Unless he's in a giant deficit. That's what I'm saying, but that's not that's not healthy being that giant of a deficit through the rest of the week. So I would cut that back. I would say like keep it to like a thousand calories for your your cheat meal and uh, stick to that. And if you're waking up the next morning hungry, I that's hard for me to really fathom that you can have 3,000 calories in your body at night and wake up hungry still. Ruthless28, have you guys tried detox? There's so many detox coming out on the market. What are your thoughts and will you recommend it? If so, what kind of detox should we be looking for? Thank you. Um, thanks Ruthless. We do not actually recommend detoxing very often. I'm sure you've heard us talk about it a couple of times and like uh, several weeks ago, I shared one of my favorite you know, detox cleansing drinks that you can use, but as far as like going for a long period of time having like only juicing or only detox teas or anything like that and stop starving yourself from real food um, is not something we recommend it's something that I have done in the past I don't like the results because you get really tired and cranky and hungry and um, there's no reason why if you're eating clean all the time that yeah. you should even need to clean out your system if you don't have a dirty system it doesn't need to be cleaned yeah, so that's what we I recommend say. just you know living lean three six five and it really works the best and it gives you the best long-term results. Matt Morris wants to know, hey Brad, hey Jess, it's okay to eat healthy fats without a gallbladder? Is my body still able to break down fats and use them? <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, I mean, you obviously have fats in your diet right now if you don't have a gallbladder. So um, that's a question, honestly, you should ask to your doctor. Um, specific things like that when it comes to um, not having a certain bodily organ or something. <laughs> it's best not to ask somebody on the internet. Like it's best to stick to a specialist that knows you and knows your past histories and everything. Um, so stick to what your doctor tells you. Okay, last question from at Free Sudani is a question for Jess. For how long has your mom been living lean? <laughs> Woo, great question. You know what, my mom has actually been living lean since I was born, since before I was born. My mom has um, been a dancer, an aerobics instructor, everything. She's always been very highly motivated to be healthy, and you know she's what we call a health nut, like really into you know the latest um, nutrition information and exercise and everything. She's just full of energy. So I think that's I'm really lucky to have had some of that rub off onto me, and it's such an inspiration to see you know both my parents living lean well up into their 50s. So I'm excited to continue the trend. Yeah, make sure you tell her that uh, the viewers are saying that. I know, <laughs> she'll be so happy to hear that, honestly. Yeah. All right, guys, so thanks so much. That is another episode here. Damn, that's good. There you have it, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone, post it, and tag us at LiveLeanTV on your Instagram story right now. Also, if you're ready to invest in your health but just don't know where to start, head over to our website, LiveLeanTV.com, and take a simple four-question quiz and discover the best program for you based on your goals. So I'll leave you with this. Remember, your health, it's an investment. It is not an expense. You only have one body and you are in control of it. So take action and invest in yourself. You can do this and we're here to help. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.